0: Welcome to the Boston's Big Four podcast. Cast, cast, cast. New news about music and sports every week, sometimes. Here we are. We're back.
1: Episode 77, Boston's Big Podcast. We got another special guest with us. The Kid is here.
2: What's up? Boston <laughs>
1: producer. New album out now, The Kid and Friends, uh, featuring... Dutch Rebel, Michael Christmas, G.O.D., sci High, The Prince, many others. Uh, welcome, welcome. It's good to have you, man.
2: Thank you very much. Thank you guys for having me. Was awesome. I was saying
1: earlier, this is the first time I've seen you not in cartoon form. Yes. So it's,
2: it's good to, good <laughs> to see you. Uh,
1: what, what, was it, uh, what was the inspiration behind doing that cartoon video for You Can't Get This Money?
2: Um, so the inspiration, I mean, for the whole, it started with the album cover. It was really just that That's I've... Good. I've been um, making cartoons forever. And so I just, yeah, started one with me and then with the features. As I got features, I was like, why don't I make one of them? And then it kind of evolved into why don't I just make the album, this whole cartoon feel and go with that. Right,
1: right. That's dope. So the album you said you've been uh, working on since 2016. Yes. And you're in a band. You've, you know, so you've been putting out music for a while, but. Yep four years you worked on this project mm-hmm. you, you reached out to every rapper what was it every rapper you like pretty much
2: <laughs> yeah every rapper i like and you know some even some that i didn't know i just like reached yeah. out to everyone i could find um and if they got back to me which was super rare you know because yeah. i'm cold cold emailing them all um then i would you know really look into their music and see if it fits, see if they fit on certain beats. And obviously if the price worked too, sometimes they got back to me and they'd be like 10,000 for a yeah, horse. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay. Right. Maybe <laughs> ten thousand
0: though? Honestly, you gotta be like,
2: yeah, you're pretty day. big. Yeah. Well, I went after, you know, I started with getting like my idea was to get up and coming rappers and kind of grow with them. Mm, so yeah. that's where I started with the searches and then I kind of ran out of them. So then I was just like, I'm just going for everyone. So, uh, you know, I emailed Kanye's managers, you know, Jay-Z, everyone. So speaking of that, (laughs)
1: speaking of that, the the one I really want to talk about or or see how you got it locked down is Sci High the Prince, because that's one of my all-time favorite rappers. Yeah. No Dope on Sundays is one of my favorite albums ever. Yep. So like to see a Boston producer with Sci High on his album, that was was super dope. So I, I definitely want to know how you locked that one down.
2: Yeah, I still don't know, really. I mean, I can't believe out of everyone who got back, he got back. Or at least his manager did, because yeah, yeah, I still can't believe he's on. Yeah, he's obviously incredible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just emailed his manager, and he got back to me. And he was like, you know, this is what he charges for a verse. And let me know if you want to continue. And it wasn't too crazy. <laughs> it was yeah. uh, a good amount of money, but something that I could – at least do and not feel super bad and you know so i went for it and it's i had the print so i'm like yeah this is an investment i'm i'm gonna get this
1: (laughs) oh absolutely yeah he brings the heat every time it's a great track too
2: yeah thank you he picked the beat too that's how i did oh really i would send them the beats and be well once they got back to me i would say awesome here's my beats you know maybe i would highlight check out these 10 but you can choose whichever one you want and I was I was happy you chose that one. I, I really didn't expect him to choose that one, but I, so, I like that one.
0: I was curious about the logistics of that. Um, I know, like we've talked about uh, on this podcast before, how easy it is for people to collaborate these days. You can kind of just yeah. like work over email and stuff and never even really meet in person, which is for COVID a miracle. But at the same yeah. time, uh, is that process cool. normally, like when it comes to decision-making between the two, like, I guess, would you have to... I guess it's all probably changes but like if you had a song you had a beat figured out already and you're like would you like to be the second verse on this they could I guess say no but then like as far as creative input goes it could be like could I actually be the first verse and then like I don't know how often you get input like that or you're like you know what let's meet in the studio and just work this out together both our verses and I don't know what that what is like the typical process for that is that something like you, you had been familiar with or I guess you were forced to do this over email because of COVID so
2: it's just hilarious. Right. Well actually it started you know pre-COVID in you know 2016 is where I went heavy after everyone and okay. I was emailing everyone up until the album finished pretty much but um, yeah I'd never really done it before It it was kind of just like me and you know not a lot of back and forth between the features because you know me cold emailing so High the prince there was it's just his manager he he gave me the verse and then I did whatever with it so i'm I wasn't like expecting High to be like hey what's what what number of verses is, is my verse on the kids right, album you know so um I, it was kind of good I had free range with it um, but uh, a few times like i had I was in talks with Kemba who's on the song Dark with Mick Jenkins yeah. and Mick Jenkins is another like pretty big name i got Yep. um so then when i got that then i hit kemba back again and i was like hey i got mick jenkins on this beat and i think you guys have worked together and then he was like yeah i'll hop on that one for sure Nope. Oh. yeah yeah that's so exciting. uh sorry
0: i was looking at it uh, might be, <laughs> didn't mean to interrupt <laughs> oh good
1: so um what about Dutch Rebel and, and G.O.D., two big Boston artists, obviously?
3: Yes,
2: yeah.
1: Uh, How did you connect with them? Obviously, uh, you, you emailed them. But. Yeah, actually,
2: this one is a little different. So. Oh, okay. Um, but first, I, I like that you named that they're two Boston artists because that was what I really wanted to get. I wanted to have – there's a few with just, just Boston people, but yeah. part of it was to, you know – And Michael playing, Christmas as well. yeah. Michael Christmas, that song, um, and Blanco Black, the first song. We're all, you know, from this area. So yeah. I, w- I wanted to do that to show that there is a lot of talent here. Uh, so that was a part of, talent. of it. Yeah, that was part of it too. But, so Gio, I emailed, like everyone else. but And I, I think I might have emailed Dutch at first, but when I got her, was, she was doing her campaign for, um, I think it was Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, or one, one of her albums. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the... It was She was doing like one of those sites where you can raise money for it. I forget what it's called. One of those sites where you can like,
3: like have people send
2: Yeah, like a Kickstarter or something. Okay. Um, and one of the things was if you give this amount of money, she'll give you a verse. So I was like, yeah, that's that's easy yeah. for me. Here How you go. It? Here's help with your album. And this is awesome for me too.
0: Perfect. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So she was like the only one, I guess, who wasn't just a cold Dino. Nice.
0: And when it comes to like, um, these final productions, um, did you do like most of the recordings in your home studio and then outsource the engineering or did you do a lot of that in-house and kind of piece
2: it together as you went? Um, yeah, so I did, I made all the beats in-house, um, for their verses. I would send them the beat. They would record the verse and send me their stems like so I like their ad libs if they did ad libs and then their main verse and so then I would go back in put them in the beat rework the beat a little bit like around their verse add some drops you know maybe add a few more sounds depending on what they say um and then I tried my artist to mix and master um but once I got into it I was like this is way too intense for me I don't I'm not good enough at this. This is going to take years to get, and I want to release this sooner than I'm going to be able to know how to mix this professionally. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I struggled to find a producer, I mean, a sound engineer for a while. Um, I started, like, looking online. Uh, I tried everything to find someone, but eventually, Daddy Smooth, who's who's on it, it was, he's actually a, a friend of mine who's on it. He went to the bridge, and he introduced me to Mertz. And so I was actually sitting in there at the bridge while Mertz was mixing, doing his thing. And we would kind of go back and forth a little bit. But yeah, he did all the mixing. And he really did, like, he opened my eyes to how to really finish a song, really add drops and polish things up. You know, he, he was so big on this album. Shadow Mertz. Yeah, shout out Mertz. <laughs>
0: big shouts i meant to ask um so i wasn't sure what the order was i know i saw the features listed on dark um and is it yes. uh who who starts that out because i was getting big tyler the creator vibes just from yes. like the voice
3: yeah uh,
2: yeah
0: they're very similar that's mick jenkins oh okay okay because i was like I think, oh yeah
1: they are similar they are yeah.
0: similar.
2: similar tone of, of voice at least
0: yeah yeah, and that, I was prompted to ask because I noticed Daddy O is also on there, so I wanted to know. Like, yeah, he, it, I, I wasn't sure who was who, um, and for some reason I was assuming it was Daddy O in the in the <laughs> beginning because I think the names were listed that way. And so I was like, oh, this. Awesome oh, okay, yeah, verse. right. But, but um, but yeah, that was awesome. I was getting like some great. I mean, every song had awesome vibes, but just like right yeah. away on that one, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is what I'm feeling. Awesome. that's awesome
2: yeah that's honestly I mean all the guys all like at least the first features on it picked the beats themselves so when I made that beat I wasn't personally like super in love with it like I always enjoy my own beats or else I wouldn't make them but I wasn't like oh this is an awesome one but when he got on it yeah I was like whoa okay Mm -hmm. I kind of like this a lot more now so yeah all the features really made that song sound great
0: yeah, it's really interesting how a beat can totally be made by the verse on it. Sometimes, oh yeah, like when you really listen to a beat on its own, you'll be like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, how did anyone ever ride this? But once you yeah. like hear the verse that goes with it, it's like, "Oh my god!" So exactly, nice. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and did you make when you were making these beats? I think you mentioned you you're using Ableton, right? And um, yeah, is that for all all
2: the beats? Yeah, Ableton for all the beats, and yeah, just a, a keyboard hooked up to MIDI. That would play, yeah, the, the MIDI instruments from Native Instruments.
0: Nice, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. um, that's got to be, like, and these beats you had made, like, 2016 pre- prior, right? So yeah. You've been sitting on a lot of these?
2: Yeah, all these beats I made, like, right when I got the stuff, I just, like, went to work and made a bunch of beats, and then at the, at, after a few months, I had all these beats sitting here, and I'd made beats before, like, when I was growing up in middle school and stuff, and just kind of messed around with them with my friends and, you know, had fun. But after I made these, I was like, I'm gonna try to get someone good on it. So that's kind of how it started, like that too. Mm.
1: So you mentioned but, you're in a band. Yeah, Pineapple Jam, right? Pineapple Jam, yes. How long has that been a thing?
2: That's been a thing since 2014, or I guess 2013 technically, but we hadn't. We started playing uh, live uh, 2014.
1: Okay, and what kind of music do you play?
2: um i'd say it's about it's kind of funky bluesy rock
1: okay cool yeah so you've always been into hip-hop as well
2: yeah it's funny that my main my top two musicians are john mayer and kanye so okay. that's, i get my john mayer fill with the band and my kanye fill with what i do
1: so sci High is is he still with kanye is he still with good music
2: i'm not sure i can never really tell i've yeah, it, is, is
1: good music even a thing anymore? Like I'm not yeah. even really sure.
2: I think but it is, but yeah, he no. was <laughs> he was
1: like one of Kanye's artists at one yeah. point. Yeah. So that's as Kanye being one of your favorite artists, that's pretty dope that you got one of his artists on your album. I know. Album. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that, amazing.
2: The fact that he's on my album and you know, so appalled on my beautiful doctor's of fantasy. Right. And you know, his album too. Right.
1: You like, got you got awesome. a guy on your album who's on one of the greatest albums of all time.
2: Yeah exactly (laughs) so that's i mean it's worth it right there that's great that's unreal yeah
1: so uh yeah so you you've been making beats hip-hop beats since you said middle school you started
2: yeah i mean i've been i've been playing you know the drums and music since i don't even know like I i think i started when i was 13 years old taking drum lessons okay and um but yeah i just remember my dad my dad's a musician too yeah. And he's like an amazing singer and a guitarist and he would always just come home with like a little music toy for me to play with every, every now and then. And so he came nice. home with like a mixer when I was in like seventh grade, like a manual mixer. So I had to like play the drums for like three minutes straight without making a mistake with the piano. So oh, nice. that's, yeah. it really helped me, I, I feel like play to a click and you know, be patient making beats and stuff.
1: Right, right. So yeah, I've been
2: making beats forever.
1: Who are some of your favorite producers?
2: Kanye, number one.
1: Kanye, of course.
2: Yep. Um, you know, I love them all. Um, but Kanye is another level for me. But you know, Swiss she Beats, is. Timbaland, F- Pharrell, he's awesome. Yeah. Um, Boy Wonder, you know, everyone. I I think anyone who's a re- who is a producer who makes that level, I, I can't help but respect him. Right.
0: What is your opinion on cutting up samples versus like writing out melodies yourself?
2: Ooh, see, that's a great, great, great question. I can tell you play music from that too. (laughs) Um, So I am kind of, I don't know. I totally, totally respect the art of sampling. I know that's what Kanye does um, a lot, Um, but I don't know, coming from being in a band where you actually play out the keys and stuff and come up with the melodies yourself instead of, you know, figuring out how to work, work the samples. I just, it's just for me, I like that process a lot better. So that's how I make, I mean, I sample hits and voices every now and then, but like sampling another song and calling it my song, I don't like to do that, but I also super appreciate that art. It's just, you know, kind of separate from what I do, I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The consensus out there is that there's no one consensus. It seems like everyone seems to say different things. Yeah. And uh, I like to ask that question to anyone who does production because it just seems like um, there's so many purists out there that would say like, well, that's stealing. Kind of to just go take a section of another song and try to like tweak it a little bit. And now it's like, oh yeah, copy it, but make it look like it wasn't mine. (laughs) Right, right. It's good, but it's like, there's definitely a part of that where I could see um like sure, there's, yeah. an, there's definitely an appreciation for both because i think technically like even if you were to take some of those things into court which i know many people do yeah if it's not the exact same structure then yep. it is technically different and there's no um there's really nothing wrong with that so
2: yeah that is um
0: definitely. usually what it seems to come out to yeah but, for sure but it is fun i always like to see what um what people like to work with because also do you play anything beyond uh like it looks like you're a drummer so you have any other uh instrument or I guess you said you play the keyboard so are you like um structurally familiar with music as well I guess is that if that makes
2: sense um not really actually I mean just from music classes in school I mean I I could struggle my way through um a piano book like of the actual music written you know but I, I really really struggle like I can't look at a note and say that's a That's a C sharp and this is where it is on the keyboard. But I kind of like use math to find out where it is and then just do it like that. But yeah, I I wouldn't, I would say I play drums for sure. Uh, I'm similar to you with guitar. I wouldn't say, I. actually I could say I play guitar, but I can't solo or anything. Um, Yeah, dude, exactly. It's so hard. It's ridiculous. (laughs) That's where like the guys in my band, they're insanely good at guitar and just, yeah, they're great.
0: Yeah, that is one thing I will say about uh some seasoned musicians and you could probably go go find me taking like so many sample clips of saying this, but I just think <laughs> it's when you when you have somebody who can hear a series of sounds or just hear the way a song's starting. Um so like growing up I knew this there was this music teacher we had who if he just heard the first one or two notes, he could like continue on with melodies that exactly fit that it may not be the song you were about to play you may not have right. even known the song but yep. you just knew where it was going from those first two notes and like the speed of them or whatever yeah. it's it's so interesting how like many people will pick up a guitar and play Wonderwall but like right, right. now not many people can hear music and translate it into their hands like that and that is You're right yep I mean it, it goes with every instrument but there is something to that that I think is uh I don't even know where, where that comes from. It's like a magic power.
2: I know. It's, it's incredible. And I, I always say, I, I like joke to my, uh, the guys in my band that I'm, I'm so glad I'm a drummer because mm. it's, there's no thinking really in drumming. It's just playing the beat. But like, I'll always hear them talking to each other being like, what's this in? A minor? Okay. And then they'll like just solo in A minor. And I'm just there playing the drums, not even knowing what key the song's in. Yeah. so I'm like, That's yeah I respect funny. that yeah
0: one thing that maybe you can clear this up for me one thing that I'll never understand or maybe I've not tried hard enough to understand is how do drums get tuned is it just like by how tight <laughs> you want them or like how do you know when it's the right sound
2: I just laugh because I know my the kids in my band would be laughing too I don't know <laughs> nobody knows I don't, I don't I, I'm. I'm pretty sure it's whatever you want to tune it to like it, okay. You could say, I want to tune my drums like, I don't even know the terms to say, but like C, B, and G. I don't yeah. even know if that makes sense, but I yeah. And you would just I, tune I it to it. what you want. Yeah. You just, I just know how to turn the keys, <laughs> turn the drum key, but I don't know what it should sound like.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, I know there's like all the different rules, like for guitar and all, I got to have like fingers on certain frets to get the yeah. next steps and stuff. But like I was, yeah. I, I and I know pianos have their own, A whole different thing with the yeah yeah pulling those straps a certain tightness and everything i'm like i don't even know (laughs) what you would do with a drum and how you know is there like a there must be an app too
2: maybe i don't even i don't even think there is i mean i know the the tool is a like it's called the drum key when you put it on like these i don't know if you guys can see but it's like a little it's almost like a screw and you tighten it with the key but yeah there's no one app i don't think because it could be whatever it could just be whatever the drummer likes.
0: Oh, sound off in the comments if you know how to Yeah, let it. us know. Maybe, maybe that's that could <laughs> be completely wrong. <laughs> I honestly I love what I, I beg people to fact check me. No one's done it yet, so I must always be right. <laughs> yeah, you're
1: always right. That's that's why.
0: Uh, but so yeah, uh
1: your name, the kid. It's very kid, yes. Very simple. Um how did you how did you come up with that? You just
2: Yeah um i'm trying to think um i think in college senior i as a joke i would just say like what are the kids doing tonight or like yeah yeah the the kids here what's going on (laughs) just kind of messing around um and then i think i just said why don't i just call myself the kid um yeah one of the reasons was like you said because it's simple i I didn't want to do something like deep or anything
3: Mm,
1: so i just
2: called myself the kid and it kind of works the more the more i realize like learn about myself i'm like yeah i am kind of just like a kid so it kind of, it kind of works <laughs> there you
3: go yeah there you go
0: sometimes those things end up being poetic even though you were like i just kind <laughs> yeah. of threw it out there like i don't know yeah exactly that totally makes sense <laughs> so if you had thought too hard about it i i will say i mean i know they're popular right now but i don't understand like the the three letter uh abbreviation and then a name or like I oh don't yeah i
1: YNW Melly? Yeah,
2: Yeah. like, it's
0: just...
1: YBN Corday.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Is that the group or something? They're all together. I mean, it must be. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, it's
2: probably like an
0: ASAP type thing. Yeah, yeah. True. It's it's still... What is that? Just pick a name, bruh. Yeah, I guess it makes it easy. (laughs) It's
2: hard picking a name. It really is. Yeah. And you gotta stick with it. uh,
1: Have you thought about the fact that the kid might be hard to find on, like, search engines?
2: Now... Yes. When I started, when I started, I jumped into like a giant pool of not knowing anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like now I know that. I mean, if you get big enough, it won't matter. Right. Right. But (laughs) yeah, like for this album, I was, because after I'd released the previous albums, I knew when you send it like through your distributor, um, it could go to any kid in the world who wants to upload it. Because just
1: looking, looking up the kid, on uh, Apple Music, like there's a couple other albums that I don't think are yours. Yeah, by people named the Kid.
2: <laughs> I know. I'm pretty sure I'm hooked up to the wrong The Kid on um, Title. So, yeah. like, if you go to if you click my name, it brings you to another Kid. I've noticed on like yeah. Spotify
1: and Apple Music, if you have the same name as someone, it doesn't like it differentiate the music. It puts it all under one.
2: Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. so yeah, it's really create, like, like
1: five different The Kids. Yeah, you know, and they're all under the same. also
0: shouldn't there be like a like a national database for professional rap names like so you can see someone has it already (laughs) right like i know seriously
2: well i think it's just because any kid can just upload it you know that's true yeah so it's probably a million kids yeah any it's probably a million kids (laughs) out there uploading their music you're just like the kid underscore one yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's why i try to like on social media i try to spell it out as easy as possible and i try to make the links so easy to find because yeah oh because people are idiots no yeah. one find stuff
0: yeah. well i mean yeah, i do you, the same if thing you're too. not
1: stupid like you know you kind of know how to find like i found it just by uh just cause when you dropped the song with dutch rebel i just looked up the kid dutch rebel on yeah exactly apple right. music and then I'm, I'm able to find the rest of your stuff through that yeah so you know if you use your brain you can you can do it right <laughs> right
0: <laughs> Yeah, truth um, be told, that's actually what's in my search bar right now to find. <laughs> I was looking for your stuff earlier. There you nice. go. That's great. Yeah, we got it. I feel like there's got to be, we were talking about this on um, an episode that is yet to be released, is that they totally like bury different search results. Like, no matter how search friendly your name yeah. is, like, some things just wouldn't come up anyways because they're just going to like always be promoting Kanye's thing or whatever. Oh, yeah. Whatever is happening at the moment. So it's um it's really interesting. There must be some way to like put value to your name on the algorithm despite no matter what it is. Like it should probably like we should just get goldfish popping up to the top if like, I if they want it to be, you know. Yeah, so, you yeah. could. I there must be some way to add stock. We'll figure there, out I out mean today. I think it's I think it's money. <laughs> you know, you, you if it's you're all from all a nothing. label. Yeah. Yeah. I might answer my own question, stock. Right. <laughs> That was pretty dope,
1: though, how Dutch on her verse, she said she mentioned your name. She said like the kid. In yeah, VFD.
2: that was awesome. That was she, You cool. know, she's been awesome. I just met with her today, actually. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, I dropped off some posters to her and she's awesome. She has been like great communicating and everyone's been, I swear, almost universally everyone's saying you can't get this money and like Dutch's verse overall is like some of the things they like the best about the album. So yeah,
1: I'd have to agree that. It's a crazy verse. I love that beat too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And we were talking about it. It's funny. She, and I, I love how you're beat. like,
1: uh, I love how you're just like, Dutch, you start this off and Gio, you come yeah. in. After. <laughs> yeah. Like, I added that later. And it's just like super casual, like, Hey, and then you come in after. And then she yeah. just, you know, it's like, <laughs> That's it's awesome. really, it really, it, you know, kind of gives you the feel like you're there when you're recording it. Mm-hmm. Like,
2: right. Cause I'm not on that song at all. I mean, yeah. besides the music in, in that part.
1: So, right so you do have some vocals on the on the album right
2: yeah every song besides that one and um i always blank on everything that's on my albums
1: <laughs> and then the last song is just you
2: the last song is just me yeah right um but yeah the other song is uh, make away. i'm not on that as well
1: okay um and you use auto-tune you like the auto-tune
2: yeah you know i same thing with like, I kind of grown to like it as I've grown to like super I, appreciate I have sampling. Do. Yeah. It's an auto tune. tune
1: grew on me. Yeah. For sure.
2: I just like the effect. I think it sounds cool.
1: It does. Yeah. I mean, it, it wouldn't be as popular as it is if it wasn't, if there wasn't something appealing about it. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I think it does get a bad rep because it could, it can be an overused tool. Like, yeah. You know, some people will go way too hard on but at the same time it is a tool yeah. that really is like meant to be used so yeah i feel exactly. like you have
1: to add your own uniqueness to it it's it's easy to sound yeah. like everybody else when you're using auto-tune
3: yeah
1: um you kind of got to put your own your own twist on it so people know that it's you and not just right you know some other auto-tune guy
2: right like i mean kanye and 808s and then travis scott has like right. a crazy good feel and different feel right but then sometimes
1: it. you hear it and you're like, you don't know who it is because it could be anybody. Right. Right. Yeah. But yeah, you got to put your own twist on it. For sure, yeah. Are you a fan of T Pain?
2: Oh yeah, I like T Pain. I wouldn't say T-Pain, I like dive T-Pain into his music, tea, but yeah, I think tune. he's great. Yeah, he's the man. He's actually an awesome singer too. If you watch, um, have you guys seen Tiny concert? That thing I've on Tiny Desk. To, but I Tiny Desk concert. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what he was on. But yeah, he did, no, uh, he is a
1: great singer without auto tune. Yeah. Also.
2: That
1: was funny to see that. Um, who's If there's one artist that you could have got on your album who you didn't get, who would it be? Yeah,
2: I go to my two guys, Kanye and John Mayer. There you go. Yep. There you go.
1: Um, Next album, you're getting a track with Kanye and John Mayer. <laughs> yeah.
2: John we'll just Mayer
1: on the book. Just
0: if you got Ed Sheeran.
2: No, I love Ed Sheeran. Okay,
0: just
1: checking.
0: <laughs> see, <you got> the... <laughs> I think Ed Sheeran's great.
1: You got to love Ed Sheeran.
0: I'm just yeah. trying to catch you saying something negative. No, I'm just yeah, right? You're too then positive. Then that's the one thing we'll just put out. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's how to promote it. Uh, I did want to ask, uh, do you have any plans? Uh, well, I guess there's really like no end in sight, but for per- performing any of these uh, shows like live or performing this album live with any of the features you have, have you guys discussed that at all? Um,
2: not really because <clears throat> it's only – I guess a handful of songs that are just people from around this area. Mm. Um, and also I don't really know how to perform it. Like this, mm. you can't get this money. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to just press play. You know, I'd want to actually I be was, doing yeah. something. Um, it's so, tough as a producer. Yeah, to perform, really, Yeah. Uh, I remember like science, we were maybe going to he like hit me up. He's been great too, but he was like, yeah, when I'm in Boston, how about I'll do a show in Boston you can do a show in here. And I was like, I don't even know how to perform it, but yeah, maybe sometime in the future.
1: I mean, do producers really put on shows like? I don't know.
2: Yeah, I mean they do, and I don't think. I mean, from what I've seen, I'm I need some movement, some live instruments playing. Like right, I've seen some right. guys out there just going like this, and you know, playing to the ground, hitting oh, buttons. Man. Yeah, I'm, yeah, that's I'm just like an EDM that. concert.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah.
1: That's only that fun if you're on Molly.
3: Right, yeah,
0: right. <laughs> I went to an EDM show last year when that was still allowed, and this dude—I I think I've shared this before—he, it was like his set, and uh, you know basically what you're doing—it's like they're pushing the one button. There's all the jokes yeah. about them like eating food instead of like, yeah. <laughs> and then he just plays tiny dancer by elton john the whole yeah. thing he just plays that whole song i was like yeah. i can't imagine your sets that very long tonight know, and I you're know. playing a whole different person's song with like maybe there was that like saturday night right <laughs> right in right, the right, background right, but in the i'm just the like there's nothing this guy's doing nothing else but playing someone else's song and that killed me i yeah I that's so funny i and i mean no honest to god Shout out DJs, shout out uh, performers. (laughs) But when you're doing stuff like that, that is just cop out. Yeah, I totally, totally feel you when you say you want to be up there playing, like doing something, right, right, right. pressing play.
2: And that's like, once again, same with like what we've been talking about before. Um, There's no knock on someone who goes up there and does crazy stuff with the buttons, you know. Mm. But there's a lot of a lot of it was, you know, it seems it doesn't, I don't know. I need, I need more. I, I like the live entrance, but I do also respect that to a point too. like this cause they're doing some stuff that I have no idea how to do either. It yeah. takes a while to master that.
0: Yeah. The dexterity, if you're putting live samples together, like
2: that. Yeah. Like, yeah, like you're, there's talent and then there's the people who just get by with doing the basic things too, but there's talent and everything too.
0: Yeah. Oh, cause yeah. When people have those, um, like your, your headphone monitors are playing what you're doing right there. You track out like eight yeah. bars of that, then insert it into what's been looping to the crowd and like, yeah, making yeah. Sure there's that people
2: who do that. Yeah. That and is that's awesome. uh,
0: crazy. Yeah. That's like, t- to me, that's like sensory overload, but I know people do that. And it's just, right. like, that is where it becomes, that's basically playing an instrument. It's like that. Yeah. Electric, that, then it becomes music. an instrument. Yeah. Then I can appreciate it. Yeah. So, yeah, but I totally agree with you. The press play, um, I think it was off air, but we, have rec- we were recently just talking about how some people do that yeah. and then charge DJ fees. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, you right. Just basically press play. You know?
1: <laughs> Seriously. You're just like someone taking control of the aux cord at a party. Like, that's all you're doing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Which is honorable because you're really putting yourself out there. But- oh, dude, I'm always, <laughs> yeah.
1: I always want the aux cord at the party.
0: <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. Well, there's so, always someone, someone always complains whatever you play Oh yeah Oh I know,
1: I know So, uh, you got the socks hat on Yes The same one that's uh, in the cartoon, so do you always have that hat on? Always Is that just part of your image? Always
2: yeah, I, I mean, baseball is my my first love, so I've been okay. wearing
1: um, a fitted hat Yeah, really? Yeah Awesome, same. I love it
2: I so was, yeah, i uh, been wearing a fitted hat first. The
1: since Nomar, Nomar Garcia Parra days. I fell in love with baseball. Yep,
2: no. that's my that's my first you know favorite Nomar for sure.
1: Yep. How old are you? 29. Okay, I'm 27, so around the same. Okay, cool. Nom- Nomar was oh, yeah. people people who weren't like uh, around for that era. People don't realize how big he was. Oh, he was huge.
3: He's
1: yeah. like he was, was the, the biggest. Yeah, he was <laughs> he the guy. He really was. He really
2: was. He was like was. the best shortstop, and the socks were. I think the most popular team back then in Boston.
1: Yeah, no they were. They were. Yeah. Those years, those few years like before 04, before they won the championship. I don't think the Sox will ever be that big again. No,
2: and it hurt. it's sad.
1: It's very sad. It's like sad. almost sad that
2: we won, but obviously I not, but <laughs> it'll never it's be not, like that it's again. But
1: it's like 03, 04, like that that shit was, man. Everybody everybody was into the Red Sox at that point. Didn't matter. Oh yeah. Exactly.
2: Those, those are the best. Yep. I, I, I support all Boston sports. I will say i probably go um, – I mean, I'm definitely baseball, you know, above yep. everything, and then football. Definitely Brady helped that out. Um yeah. And then i probably go uh, basketball and hockey. I'm, okay. I will say I'm not great fans because I only watch during playoffs, but, I mean, I'll watch probably it when it's bad. on, but baseball and football, I'm there yep. throughout the whole year.
3: Yeah.
1: It was uh? You hear about Tommy Heinsohn? Obviously,
2: I did. Yeah, that sucked.
1: That did suck. I've been He's watching so many Tommy Heinsohn calls the last couple of days. Just like brog- his best broadcasting moments. Yeah, today.
2: yeah. You see he the one maybe? You see the Ricky Davis one?
1: I posted that today. Oh, was yeah. that you? Maybe I made Boston's I like big the four. Review. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was so funny. That was amazing. <laughs> he, yeah, he was one of a kind.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: But uh, uh yes. Yeah. So it's a good. Uh, it's good that you uh have the the Red Sox hat on in the video and on the album cover. Yeah. I like that because it's like you're really showing where you're from.
2: Yeah, I I always like like if you're from if you don't like your hometown teams, I'm always like, why why don't you yeah. like your hometown teams? That's <laughs> suspicious, yeah. Yeah, you know, I I, 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 I always question
1: that too. Like, like I've, I've met people who are. Fr- yeah, I've met people who are like from around here, and they're like, they're a fan of like the Lakers or something. I'm like,
2: who yeah. raised you? You know? Yeah, unless your <laughs> parents are from that city. Exactly. Like, come on, you got to support your hometown teams, right?
0: Yeah, I remember somebody around my town. They were just saying um, their whole family liked the Yankees, and they were from around here. And we're like, why do you like the Yankees? And they were just like, they're good. And we're
3: uh, like, what? That's what?
0: Terrible. Yeah, what a horrible reason to just like a team. At at have some hometown pride. Good
2: reason to.
1: You got to be able to suffer through personal. the bad years. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's, that, that's makes people who
1: are. Right. Those those people are just impatient, and they're like, oh, the Red Sox suck right now, and the Yankees yeah. are good, so I'm going to root yeah. for the Yankees. And it's like, dude, they just be patient. Like our team. time will come.
3: Yeah. I know. So they
1: probably decided that – they probably decided they were Yankees fans in like the late 90s or whatever, and then yeah. we won four championships in the 2000s, and they haven't won any, so they're probably regretting they're that. Probably yeah, I know. Panthers Panthers now.
0: Right?
2: I know. Whoever's got the banner, they're waving it. That's the worst. I hate the people who, like, follow a player, too. I'm like, oh, that. Man.
1: I feel like that's the younger generation. I feel like they're doing that.
2: Yeah, it might be because, you know, the players promote themselves better now with Instagram and stuff. So right. Maybe that's a thing. I, I
1: feel – and, yeah, the younger players, I feel like they're more into their own brand rather than the team. Yeah, you know? everyone
2: – I was saying that the other day. Everyone has their own brand now. Like Right starting with players, jordan obviously but like when players
1: come into the league now they're not thinking i want to win a championship they're thinking i gotta get my brand <laughs> <attacked."> they're like <laughs> I, I, I gotta build my brand for like a few years and then i can worry about winning after that yeah
2: yeah i mean I they probably, like
1: that's what
0: power teams though it's so nice to see a mm-hmm. team that clicks and stays together for like eight years or something and you're like that doesn't wow. happen in
1: basketball I anymore so.
2: i don't know if that'll happen It'll, unless it's like a generational thing i don't see it happening
1: anytime right soon these kids ain't loyal what's, <laughs> up with y'all
0: kids?
1: These, what's the generation <laughs> below us what are they called we're millennials. i don't
0: know are we millennials oh, isn't it
1: we're, z? we're millennials
0: okay is yeah. it z i think it is gen z yeah I don't, I don't
1: gen z know. gen yeah. z needs to start being loyal to their home teams and not just yeah
0: that's you know, the takeaway from this
1: that's pretty much it <laughs> so dumb
0: come on gen z
1: so <laughs> what's next for you music wise
2: uh, let's see. So we're continuing to promote this. I'm working with um, this guy, Brandon from Show Off Marketing. Yes, he's... Bedlam.
1: Bedlam, yes. That's how I found out about you. Yes. <laughs> That's how he I found out about you. He, he sent me your stuff, and I was like, oh, like if I know if he's promoting it, then it's legit, you know? That's so it. when he, he sent it to guy. me. Right, he is the guy. So when he sent it to me, I was like, "I got to check this out," and that's how yeah. I found out about you. So, so that's shout awesome. out Brandon Matthews.
2: Yeah, shout out Brandon. Show off marketing. Um, yeah, he's been the best. So we're continuing to do that. We're doing things like this. Um, yeah. You know, we got a few more scheduled out. I have another music video for Dark coming out. A bunch of Instagram posts saved up, so I'll be promoting this for you know the next few months. Yeah, he- heavily and then you know just every so often, probably for a while. Um, but, I, you know, I have other music saved up. My, my band's coming out with a few new songs, four songs. We're recording right. at the bridge. So a lot, a lot with the band and a lot with me. But it might take a while with me because, you know, it takes a while to save up to get these things done correctly. Right, right.
0: When you record you with it. the band, do you guys record all um, in the same room together or is it like separate tracks?
2: you can choose so yeah it's it's kind of tough when you the it's hard to get the feel when you don't all play at the same time it's hard to like really be grooving at the same time when you do it separately but that is pretty much the best way to do it sonically i think because you don't get any bleed over into the other mics mm. um but yeah so we we've been recording track by track but you can record live all together at the same time too and we've been to places where they put you in separate rooms and you can close the doors and it makes it a little less bleed into the mics. So okay. we've tried it all, but, and you can you know, all track by track. In the
0: direct monitor.
2: Yeah. You all have your headphones hooked up and you can actually control the volume of, of everything. So.
0: Mm. so you can be like, I don't want to hear this asshole. Yeah. That's pretty fun. Yeah. I, dude. I want to be in a real studio. I've never seen like a big real studio like that. It's awesome.
2: Yeah. It's really cool when you walk into a, you know, you make your beats in a, in your bedroom and then you walk into the studio and you're like, shit, this is nice. Yeah. And the walls are like all that real,
0: uh, the soundproofing, right? Or or they just have like big panels up, I guess.
2: Yeah. They'll, they'll have the panels up. They'll have like the soundproof. Yeah. They, they got it all.
0: Damn. You can like yell and nothing echoes.
2: Yep. Oh, man. It's the life.
0: Yeah, so exciting! <laughs> I'm nice. gonna start yeah, setting we, those panels up in my basement. We got to yeah, get a good,
1: legit studio one of these days.
2: Yeah, it's definitely a good, good feel when you're
0: in there. Yeah. Is so. Is the bridge the? Uh, is that like, or do you use? I guess basically, are are there other uh, main like large studios that you'll that you've been cool. able to use too, or is it mainly the bridge?
2: It's me. Ma- I'm gonna use the bridge from now on. Uh, okay. They're they're the best I've found. I've been around a lot. Um, you know, I've worked with people one on one too. I started to try to find people on the internet, which was a bad idea. Mm. But um, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, a lot of yeah. that's a scary place. <laughs> yeah, that was that was tough. But um, it's expensive, so when you find one that you like, that has you know great prices for what they give you to, it's like, that I'm sticking with them for mm. sure. Shout out to Bridge. Shout out to Bridge. <laughs> that's exciting.
0: Mm -hmm. oh actually do you um... we had on this podcast you
1: recorded the bridge
0: yeah (laughs) yeah um what was i gonna say oh when when you bring your beats into like the studio like that yeah if you were about to make so because that studio time's expensive like let's say you wanted to make a decision like you're like, you know what? I just need to pull out like the lows for a minute. And like, we might need to change something here. How yeah. do you have all the stems? Like, did you give them that when you're in there and they can change it too?
2: Yeah, that, that's, that's a great question. I So like when I make it, I, I just naturally mix it a little bit as I'm going. But like I said, I'm super, I'm not good at it. Super like beginner at it. So I just do enough to make it not sound super muddy and like terrible, Mm. just enough to make it sound decent. And then when I was exporting, I was like to Mertz, should I export with all these edits I did on the tracks or should I just take them off? Um, He was like, it's just easier to just export them dry, like with nothing on it. And then Mm. he'll recreate, you know, he'll recreate it way better than I ever did. So I always just, I do it as I, as I create, turn them off when I export and give it to him. And yeah, he does everything sonically.
0: Okay. And that means like you, so you like any EQing you do yourself or whatever, like you take that off and just let the engineers work on it.
2: Yep. And I'll like sometimes get down like a wormhole and I'll work on the EQ for so long and I'll be like, move, move, move on, move on. This doesn't really matter. So as long as it's deep, good enough
0: yeah and that definitely makes sense like working smarter not harder if you know it's going to get a second pair of eyes it's gonna take a little extra time and maybe they just have an instinct that you're like still developing on that you know you just know this person's going to just fly right through it so that totally makes sense and that um is something i think some artists will get stubborn on they'll want to mix and master every little piece of themselves and then they'll have an album that never comes out because (laughs) they are just working on it forever and uh, yeah it's there's definitely a good balance like you got to leverage other people's talents Some people are really good at uh at, on the computer side of things so definitely that is interesting
2: yeah and it helps make the song better too because i've had songs that i think are like i'm like this song is awesome and then i'll step back from it and you know show someone else for it and they won't feel it as much so like when you step back from the songs and have someone else work on it they they're hearing it fresh and new so they, like Mertz was like, there should be a drop here. And yeah. and I was like, yeah, go ahead, do it. And he played it and I was like, yeah, that's way better. All right. Yeah. So like, it's good to have fresh ears on it. That's another reason why he he even suggested that I had uh Arc master it um, just because it's a new set of ears. And mm-hmm. so that's what I went with.
0: Yeah. Mastering it is so confusing to me because I always thought, that I don't know, is that that is that EQing? I guess that's everything. That's, just no, that's like what it sounds like in the end. But I'm just No, like, that's hilarious because it's I swear to God, I,
2: I didn't know what it was for four years. I was trying to figure out. It's so confusing. I'm but, still
1: I still don't really know what it is. So Yeah, I got it explained
2: to, I got it explained to me this educate way. Me. Yeah, this is the best way I've ever had explained. Uh, I think it was Merckx who said it. But it's like the mixing is is building or putting the deck together. I hope I don't get this wrong but like the, the mixing is putting the deck together putting all the pieces in the right spot mastering is putting the polish on and like okay. making it look nice okay that was the best way I understood it mm.
1: that does make sense
3: yeah
0: yeah and I think a lot definitely of it's confusing too right because they have you do it for like do do your work on it and then like listen to it in apple headphones listen to it in your car listen yeah. to it out of your computer speakers And hear what it sounds like on a bunch of different things. And, uh, yeah. Because a lot of the time people are using really high end studio like uh, monitors so you can hear every little sound. You're like, oh, this is perfect. But you can't even hear those sounds on regular headphones or something. So that is, uh, that's a whole art too, just getting that all to work. And I guess that is the polish probably because you're not really changing the song, you're just making everything blend the right way.
2: Right, and that's why I wanted to get this mis- mixed and mastered professionally because all my stuff that I tried, I listened to it. And I was like, why does this not sound like an album I would hear on Spotify? Like, what am I doing wrong? Mm-hmm. So I knew, like you said, all the different, when you put on the different headphones, the different speakers, I didn't even know, I couldn't hear the difference between the EQ of a snare and why it was sounding muddy. So I was like, I need to bring this to someone. But yeah, that's a good point.
0: Yeah, I think most people's ears kind of round it off, like so it sounds. Fine, yeah, and you're like, I don't think there's anything wrong with this, but then people really can nitpick, like, no, it's ringing afterwards or something. Oh know? yeah,
2: like right. I don't notice that, but
1: I always think about the J Cole album for your eyes only. You know that yeah. album? Yeah. Yep. I. I it sounded like it sounded fine to me, but then I remember so I think it was John Glass. Like yeah. posted a status after that album came out. He's like, something's wrong with the mixing on this album. Really? And like, and now every time I listen to it, like it sounds like something's wrong. But really? that's just because uh, it's in my head. Because he said yeah. that he actually knows what he's talking about. Yeah. But it's just funny how like people who are actual producers can pick up on things that the the normal person wouldn't.
2: Yeah, that's where like it's the it's just the time to, right. get, to gain that ear. Yeah, I
1: mean, it takes a
2: long time to to develop that.
1: Yeah. Which beat were you most excited about after you made it on the album?
2: Oh, man. Let me see. Let me get the album up. I always forget. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. I really like um, – I think my two favorite are actually, like, just simply beat-wise, are Yeah, yeah. yeah and Prayer. Okay. Uh, specifically Prayer. I think Prayer might be my favorite beat okay. that I made. Cool. Yeah. At least on this album. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with those two. All right. And actually now, I mean, when I added the guitar on Stay Dangerous. Yeah.
1: Um, I like, like that one. I was just bumping that one. That one's, that one's yeah.
2: good. Yeah. That's a guitarist, uh, Steve Baldre from, from my band. Okay. And he like made that song. So like now I really like that beat. Yeah. Um, specifically because of his guitar. I think it makes it sound like, that much, like, another level. Yeah. Um,
0: I So, I guess I wanted to ask, have you performed, you mentioned that you had put, like, some stuff out, like, before this album. So, had you performed that anywhere before? Like, had you released that officially, or is it just music that you just made on the side beforehand?
2: Um, you're saying, like, if I performed before, was it just, like, music that wasn't on the album?
0: Yeah, like music. Yeah, or I guess because you probably haven't had a chance to perform this album yet, have you? Right, right. Yeah. No, but yeah, you're right.
2: So I, I did. Well, with the band, I performed. Um, oh, true. But separately, with this style of music, I tried it twice. Uh, yeah, twice. Um, okay. One time, was that a place called Out of the Blue in Cambridge? And it was it was my first album, songs from my first album. I don't think it exists anymore, that place. Um but yeah, that was interesting. I just like pressed play and sang to it. And it was, you know, there was like 10 people in the audience. <laughs> and I am oh, yeah. I need to like, I need something in my hands. I need like the drums or yeah, something. Like, I don't know so, what to do with my hands. Yeah, I'm literally like <laughs> Will, Will Ferrell, like performing like this. But actually the other yeah, time like, I tried it.
1: Like the new Benzino video.
2: Yeah. Have you guys <laughs> <Yeah>. seen that?
1: <laughs> Have you seen that?
2: Wait, wait, Benzino?
1: You know Benzino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Boston. Yeah. His, his new video. He made like a R&B song and his hands are just oh, like doing okay, all yeah. sorts of no, crazy things in the that. video. Sorry. It's hilarious.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's great. But yeah, I, I actually performed one, one other time. I, I drove all the way to New York. I think this was the first time I did it actually because I didn't want to be in front of anyone. I was too like embarrassed to perform. Mm. And I performed in front of the the sound mixer guy and the bartender <laughs> and that was it, it. no <laughs> one else was there it was no one there oh, <laughs> oh, like, wait
0: so was this like after hours or just happened to be like this so was no like was there? this was like
2: uh i don't know 11 o'clock on like a tuesday oh, okay. oh, okay, some, okay. or a sunday yeah, yeah. night maybe it was a sunday
3: yeah
1: but
2: yeah it was like that
0: makes sense ridiculous there used to be a spot like that right in Weymouth, right in South Weymouth, right uh um, Hajars. Oh, Hajars?
1: <laughs> there was there was usually more than zero people there.
0: I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Pretty close though. Pretty close.
1: Pretty cl- It might as well be zero people cuz none of those people gave a shit about who was oh, performing. Oh yeah, and
0: they'd be like ignoring the music as right? You're, like trying to sing or something. <laughs> exactly. Um, but that is exactly the environment you want to practice in cuz you're just kind of like Yeah. Uh, I mean I don't know if like I guess you're, you're comfortable performing because you were doing it with the band but um, yeah kind of I yeah, struggle and, with
2: that yeah
0: I guess it is different because you're, you're a drummer for the most part right so you don't uh, you're not like up front I guess which
2: yeah well yeah I drum it and I, I sing in the band but I'm, I'm still in the back too but I, like, mm. I kind of like it that way but also I know I, sh- I don't know I feel like I, sh- I need to be better at performing
0: yeah i will say there's like um and i think we've had other guests say this too there's like a a jump from when you get to like a crowded bar or like middle east type scene Or i guess middle yeah. east maybe is more like the jump like if you were downstairs but right if you were like more upstairs middle east versus somewhere where there's big lights on you and you really yeah. like can't see the crowd except maybe a couple people in yeah. front of you and then that's when the crowd is just a different entity. You're not performing to like these faces you're performing to a right. crowd and then the That's crowd feeds itself. And I think, um, it's interesting cause I think some people kind of maybe get exposed to that earlier than others. So they're less afraid of the smaller crowd. Cause you know, a bigger crowd is going right, really to right. still feed you that energy because it's pretty hard to lose a big crowd. I think Yeah, and those crowds kind of get, get themselves going just because of the energy around them. Right. Um, and, uh, I can't wait, uh, personally until those big crowds are back. And I know, I know geez, with, uh, <laughs> everything you got going on. So that'll be yeah. exciting.
2: Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I can't wait for everything to come back to, but who knows when that will be. Yeah. I know. Jeez, Wanted to have an event for this thing, but we ended up doing it online. Yeah. That's, that's the way it goes nowadays. Yeah. I'm over it. I'm pretty over it too. <laughs> I'm definitely over <laughs> it. <laughs>
1: I can't I, wait for like, oh man! I can't wait just for concerts. Like,
2: I know. Yeah, I had like quarantine little,
1: has really made me realize how much I loved concerts.
2: I know. I had some concerts scheduled to go, and yeah, not anymore. Yeah. Or until further notice, I guess.
1: Yeah.
0: It's so sad. I just feel like uh, it, people never. Uh, you know, do the weird stuff they were doing before. Probably like oh, <laughs> what kind know. of weird stuff? <laughs> like it just seems like festivals. Like people were just going to festivals and being in large crowds together. And then I mean, yeah, us, not you really would never
1: shy, even like, think about like rubbing shoulders with strangers before. Yeah, like you would just right, be right. large crowds just people surrounded just like, Here, by. Here, have people. a sip like, of my like,
0: drink. And yeah,
1: just, you passing you buns passing yeah. you drinks. You're like, hey, yeah. Uh,
2: yeah now yeah. it's yeah.
1: that's all gone. That's all gone.
2: I know, it's going to be
1: weird when everything opens back
0: up. It is. Like I said, it's like you can't just like – Like some
1: people are still going to be timid. They're not going to want to like go to school. Oh, yeah. That's going to last for a while. A long time. That's going to last for a long time.
0: Masks are going to be a thing now. Mask fashion, it's in.
1: I know. Right.
0: I know forever. (laughs)
2: Seriously. (laughs)
1: Seriously. Imagine a year ago, like if you just fast-forwarded a year – I know. All of a sudden, you saw everyone wearing masks. You'd be like, "What the fuck happened to the world?" <laughs>
0: Seriously. What like, yeah, a time! What a time! I used to make fun of that. I used to be like, "Wow, this loser wearing a mask!" Like, but yeah, like you'd see on the red like, line
1: wearing a mask. You'd be like, "All right, calm down, buddy." But now yeah. it's like, if you're not wearing a mask, it's like, "Dude, put one on."
2: Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy.
1: But uh, that's yeah, it is we'll crazy. Survive. But you dropped the Ooh. fire album, so that's that's must be making up for it a little bit. <laughs>
2: Thank you. Yeah, it feels good for it to be out for sure.
1: It's got to feel good. Four years—that's that's a long time. That's
2: yeah. Did it's got feel. That
1: must have been a huge relief this. to to finally drop it.
2: Yeah, I mean, it really did feel like it, it was like a weight off the shoulders, as they say. But yeah, it it did feel like that. So feels awesome to, for people to finally hear these and listening to them for like three, four years.
1: <laughs> well, it sounds amazing.
2: Thank you so much. Is, is
1: perfect. Sounds crisp. Wouldn't you say, yes. Owen? We were talking about it earlier. Oh, yeah. we
0: were saying, uh, yeah. Owen
1: and I were texting back and forth like an hour before the podcast. We were like, yeah. this it's fire.
0: We like, <laughs> and I said, I was like, very fucking well produced. Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> That's That's awesome. sounds awesome, yeah.
2: Thank yeah. you guys so much.
0: Yeah,
1: Killed man. It. Thank you. Thank you for no coming problem. on.
2: No problem. Thanks for having it. me. For sure.
1: We'll, uh, we'll let you go. All
2: right. Thank you but, guys uh, so much.
1: Yeah, it's been great, man. Thank you. Everybody, check out the album, The Kid and Friends, out now, featuring oh, yeah. a bunch of dope artists.
0: And uh, social media plugs. With, oh, yes. Uh, the Kid ooh, Tunes. social media plugs.
2: The Kid Tunes. Yeah, that's it. Pretty much Instagram. It's that's all I got.
0: Okay. That's the best place anyways. Also, yeah. you're getting that's the sure. T-shirt, Boston's Big Four merch. Ooh, let's it's go. Out yes nice yeah, right. thank you all, all guests get t-shirts that's a rule yep sweet so, sweet sweatshirts though sorry guys you gotta buy them just <laughs> yeah <still. laughs> those
1: shits are expensive
0: yeah. <laughs> but yeah uh, but yeah we got you thank you for coming on awesome Everything, thank yeah. you guys so much yeah so, man thank nice
1: awesome. you
3: all right see you later. All right. peace, peace.